Yes, Ring Kings podcast is back. Mikey B, Jose in the house. What's going on, fellas? A lot of stuff happening uh, in, in, in boxing, but yeah, not, not much over here. <laughs> just, yeah. just trying to continue to be the best boxing podcast out there. That's it. That's all we're doing. Indeed, indeed. We are growing. We are growing. All right. So we are doing a live version of this podcast uh, that we usually like to put out on, um, you know, recorded and, and put out everywhere that you listen to an audio podcast, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Um, and this will be uploaded once we're once we're done. Um, also, we're streaming live on YouTube and Twitter right now. So make sure you follow us over there at Ring Kings Pod. Okay. And we, man, we already got a couple people in here. All right. All right. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the LBT crew that, that's watching. Um, look, man, I, I I thought we were going to be live streaming for the Jake Paul fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided to cancel. So it was a little slower this weekend than expected, but we still have a lot to talk about with or without that, that live stream. We, we're going to... Uh, we're going to talk about stuff anyway. Shout out to Ravens Online on Gatekeeper for coming through. Yes, the best boxing podcast What's out up, there. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Um, all right. So, Jay Paul canceled the fight. We're going to get to that. We had a fight last night. Virgil Ortiz uh, returning the ring after, I think, a 16-month or 18-month layoff. Uh, looked very impressive. Yeah. And then we're going to give our predictions for Triple G Canelo Part 3 and also Usyk versus Anthony Joshua part two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So we're going to start off first. Virgil Ortiz versus Michael McKinson okay. uh, and the and the undercard. Uh, like I said, in, in the main event, Virgil Ortiz really just kind of overpowered McKinson. Uh, looked very impressive, especially considering the 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 layoff. You know, he, so he he continued his uh, undefeated streak. And you know he's got himself positioned uh, very nicely for either a title fight or a fight with somebody like Jerron Ennis or or one of the other top welterweights out there. Yeah, look, I mean, there's not much to say, man. Like, well, there there's something to say, man. But this is one of those fights that the people, the pundits that had it predicted, uh, were almost spot on. I think they said eight rounds, and and, and he got that. I think it was well, was around eight. They got him out of there. It was it was it was around nine, nine, nine. nine. Right? Yeah, I mean it was almost spot on. Um, McKinson, yeah, um, nine. he was he was you know he was a game fighter, right? Mm-hmm. He undefeated, twenty two and zero. Yeah, yeah, twenty. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking. At, I'm just talking about from how you look in the ring, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes fighters' records don't you know they just popped yeah. up, but you could tell he was one of those guys that wasn't going to fold. He wasn't going to back down. He's going to give you a fight, and that's what he did. Um, should have had a little more defense. <laughs> I wish you had a little more defense because um, anytime I see boxers start landing to the body, even if the other fight is not showing anything, like it's not hurting them, like the consistency, the volume of, of times they land those shots to the body, it always, 100% of the time, comes back to bite you. <laughs> right? And that's what happened. I mean, Every time Virgil Ortiz landed a shot to the body, it was like he was hitting the gym bag, right? And finally, he just couldn't take anymore. McKenzie couldn't take anymore, and he folded over. Now, the final KO, he got out of the round, 
And then uh, he came out in the next round, got hit in the body again. He fell over, but it looked like he was favoring his ankle or something like that. And like it looked like he needed help getting up. So I'm not sure if it was something that, you know, he tore or rolled. I, I didn't hear the, the uh, stories today of, of what happened. So I'm not yeah, 100% well, sure if it was a body blow that finally did it or if it was just an injury. Yeah, one of the announcers said it looked like he rolled his ankle. The other said, no, nah, that was a body punch. Uh, I, I couldn't really tell on, on the replay itself. But, yeah, McKinson went down in round eight, uh, got up to his credit, uh, and, you know, he, he fought on. And in round nine, he went down again, and that was the, the kind of the end of the fight. Uh, Mike, what did you what did you think about Ortiz's performance? So, look, this, this is what I'll say about Ortiz. Um, I like the kid, but I, I will admit that I'm not um, – I don't. I, I missed a lot of his his work, right? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been really following him, like I said. I, I mean, his name has always been on my my radar, um, but I, I mean, I recognize what he what he has. I think he is a game fighter. Um, you know, it's that time, like you said, Jerron Ennis or somebody like that. It's, it's that time for him to, for, to, to, to step him. up and, yeah, and, and kind of really challenge the, the, the top or, or even the, that second tier welterweights and, and try to get, you know, everybody's kind of waiting around for Crawford and Spence. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's a, a lot of talent below that, that uh, Spence and Crawford tier as well. Uh, also on that card, we had Bektamir Melikuziev. Uh I'm not really going to, try to pronounce the other guy's name i, I i'm not 100 sure how to pronounce it and <laughs> it didn't last long enough for me to learn so uh back to Mir, you know he he had a loss against gabe rosado a few fights crushing ago. loss <laughs> yes. yeah it, it wasn't great uh but he's he's back he's won now three in a row uh and he he looked every bit of the bully in this fight he just he followed the guy around he just he was stalking him he was landing what he wanted when he wanted uh, and yeah, he put it down. I believe it was in the third round. Uh, this one, this one uh, was stopped. Yeah. So a nice performance from a from a you know still up and coming prospect. He was, you know, kind of being fast tracked for a title shot, but you know, obviously, uh, you know, hit a bump in the road with Gabe Rosado. But he, he's back on track now. That that was a yeah. uh, that was more than a bump. That was a. <laughs> 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 Quick shout out, our guy, Eric L is in the house, says, greetings, brother, man, most excellent work as always. Shout out to you, Eric L. We were just talking about you offline, about how every time you come through, you bring positive energy, man, like, like, we really appreciate it, man, and like, you're always just, just positive thinking, so thank you for coming through. Um, Yeah, uh, Becton, what's that his name? Uh, Bectomir. Bectomir. So, He's so he is in the same class as uh Munguia, right? Because Rosado fought Munguia. After well, no, he's a he's a light heavyweight, light heavy. Uh, he's so light he's heavyweight. Fighting, yeah, so he's, he's fighting at one seventy five. He moved uh, up. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Let me check exactly when that would have happened. But. I remember because after that fight, Rosado fought. I think. Well, no, see, yeah, okay. So this one, he you know he's still at one sixty eight, but they have him listed as a light heavy. So maybe. He fought at 171, which is just above the super middleweight uh, limit. So okay. maybe he's maybe he's planning a move up uh, soon. But he he has been fighting at 168. Uh, but it looks like maybe he's going to be moving up to 175. Okay, all right. So this light heavyweight all of a sudden is getting some competition. Yeah. Right. You, you got Arthur Betabiev. You have mm-hmm. um, Bevo, uh, yeah. and you have Zerdo. 
Yeah, zero over there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's getting interesting. Oh, and look who's here, oh, Mr. Ferris. Says, well, 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 look what we have here. Yes, Ferris, we are streaming live. Yes, indeed. Indeed. But uh, yeah, shout out to Virgil Ortiz, man. He looks excellent. Uh, I think Oscar De La Hoya better get his act together. He has some amazing talent on his roster, even mm. without Canelo Alvarez. I thought, I thought when Canelo left, that was it, right? Yeah. But he still got Ryan Garcia, who even though we make fun of him, he's still a talented fighter, a popular fighter. We don't right? make fun of him here. Yeah, yeah. We no, like no. Ryan. We love Ryan. We love Ryan. <laughs> Virgil Ortiz is amazing. Jaime Munguia, that's one of his fighters too. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, Dale Hoyer's got some. He's got some bangers over there, and he's he's just he's throwing it away. Like he's he, he gotta, has talent. He does have talent. My problem, my problem with with him and and Golden Boy is like you know he they have a nerve of talking about uh, with. Mayweather promotions is doing with Floyd. I mean, with uh, with Tank, and Tank. you know they're handling yeah. him with kid gloves. But Jaime Mugia is probably the most protected fighter <laughs> there is right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he won't, and, and you know he doesn't. Like you know, it seems like Virgil is kind of moving in a good, you know, trajectory. But you know, we already know what he's doing with Garcia and what's happened in the past. So you know that that's my problem with Golden Boy. I know he if he loses one of them or one of those take an L, you know that's gonna hurt him a lot. So yeah. And shout out to Anonymous for the donation. Uh, B, you have to read that. He says, "Thank you, brother man. Most excellent work. Thank appreciate you. you. Appreciate thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. If you want to be awesome, like Anonymous, uh, there are two ways you can do that. Right in the corner next to next to mikey we have our uh cash app dollar sign lbht show all right and also that pin link that you see in the comment will take you to our stream elements if you're watching live um and either way you can just leave a donation um leave your comment and you'll get a nice little animation next to my face i'm gonna change the animation a little bit for this uh this show it it was it was designed for me being around where mikey's head is at right now so yeah i'm gonna change it up for this show but yeah that's that's how we do our super chats here. And if you want to donate afterwards, um, you know, we can bring your comments up on, on screen um for the next show. But um, yeah. So yeah, Ferris says top rank took one of their top female fighters. Who took took who's top female fighters? Uh, I was assuming he means golden boy, but um which fighter? Who's top rank can have on there? Are you talking about uh, uh Clarissa? Clarissa Shields, is she top rank? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I try not to keep up with the promoters that much. I mean, you you have to, you know, when you're talking boxing, but it's just, it's the least interesting part of boxing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so but, who, who is promoting who? Yeah. Uh, but to move to move on with the the rest of this card as well, uh, there was one other pretty notable fight: Blair Cobbs, Blair the Flair, uh, who was most recently seen getting knocked out by Alexis Rocha. Uh, he fought Maurice Hooker, former champion, yeah. uh, trained by Brian McIntyre. You know, he's in there with with Terrence Crawford and them. Um, I didn't hear the the all the details. They said that uh, Maurice Hooker had suffered a, a, a personal loss recently, and it, it kind of kind of shaken him. Uh, and, and it showed, and it, it it looked like it. He was not he was not engaged at all early in the fight. Uh, and Blair Cobbs knocked him down three times in the first two rounds. He didn't even look hurt. It was just he. It was like he wasn't there. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, after the first couple of rounds, he did seem to kind of wake up a bit. Uh, and, and he started fighting, you know, fairly well. But, I mean, he was, he was, he was still getting outboxed. Uh, ended up losing the the decision to to Cobbs, which I thought was unfortunate because I'm not at all Blair Cobbs. <laughs> um, yeah, like what he's doing, like you, you get it, right? If you watch boxing long enough, you understand he's just trying to sell himself, right? He's trying to promote himself, but man, like he takes it up a notch, right? Yeah. Like he's putting and, on the whole WWE theatrics, not in an entertaining way, in a really forced and cheesy way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, it, look, I, I don't like the knocking by his hustle, but man, you don't look that good. You just got knocked out. I mean, and I don't know. It's corny, right? Like it's not even yeah. like it's not even it's not even cool or funny. Like it's it's, it's just kind of cheesy. Um, I don't yeah. know, man. It's, well, it's here we are of, talking about him. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I guess that's ultimately <laughs> what he wants. I, I mean, even even with somebody like Roly, right? He kind of pulls that. But you know, Roly is—it's funny. Like you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a kick out of when Roly does it. Yeah, he's so far off the rails. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when this guy does it, it's clearly like, like you said, it's clearly forced, and it's just—it is what it is. Like you said, we don't want to knock anyone's hustle, but um, I guess by any means necessary, or, or any—they say any press, including bad press, is good press. So yeah, we're talking about him. So we'll see, and he got the win. Yeah. He did. He did. Uh, and and listen, I, I I hope that that Maurice Hooker is, is doing all right. Um, I don't know if continuing to fight is really the the best thing at this point. I mean, he didn't. He he was already kind of on the decline. Uh, like I said, he didn't he didn't look. Uh, he didn't really look like he wanted to be there uh, a lot during that fight. So maybe uh, maybe either just you know take a take a layoff and see if. If you really want to come back and, and continue doing it or, or, or what, um, but yeah, it, w- it wasn't a great night for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's uh, pretty much it for that card. Yeah, uh, I, we can move on to. Uh, I guess we want to go do the uh, the predictions for the upcoming major events. Uh, we got Triple G and Canelo uh, coming in September, uh, along with Usyk and Anthony Joshua, in just a couple weeks here. Um, so I guess we could start with Usyk and Joshua, since that that's coming up first. What are you? Uh, what are your I, thought, I thought you wanted to get the easy one out the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're kind of both the easy one. Okay. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Usyk and Joshua was a very compelling fight the first time. Um, I think Joshua could easily pull that out had he done a couple of things. Uh, had he been a little bit more aggressive earlier? Had on. he been a little less, a little less Anthony Joshua and a little more somebody else? <laughs> Listen, this this could go. This fight can go either way. I'm telling you, it, 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 like, not it, according it, to uh, Alexander Usyk's people, who are apparently already talking to Tyson Fury's people about a match in December. Okay, so we'll, they, so, all right, they so, think it's going to go one way. So okay, <laughs> we'll get to that part after we make our predictions. Yeah. Let's, let's predict this fight, and then we'll talk about that part because that's yeah. that's uh that's that's noteworthy as well. Yeah. So um, okay, I'll get my predictions. <sighs> Usyk really uh, he made me a believer, right? I slept on him a little bit. I didn't think he'd be able to hang with the top uh, heavyweights, but he looked he looked amazing. Yeah. And I believe him when he said you haven't seen the best of him, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think he's gonna come in even. Uh, I think he's gonna look sharper. But I think Anthony Joshua, you we all that's the thing about Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua does this right. We know this. Like he doesn't always show up for fights, but 
when he shows up, he looks great. Anthony Joshua has has really good skill, um, good power. He like he has all the tools to be great. He's just not great, right? He just doesn't have to drive. But when he's motivated, he can go out there and bang with the best of them. Will he be motivated this time? He took that loss. I think he slept on Usyk like I slept on Usyk, right? I think he's more aware of it right now. And um, I think this is going to go to decision again. I think it's going to be split decision. Mm. And I'm going with my man, Usyk. <laughs> I'm going with Usyk. Right I'm a believer. Yeah. So history. Okay. So history shows, right? When, when Joshua comes off a loss, obviously he returns and he looks good. He, you know, I guess that wakes him up. For some reason, he falls asleep and then he loses and then he comes back looking like, you know, the, the put together champion that, you know, the created in the lab heavyweight champion that they <laughs> want him to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm keeping that in mind. Usyk is a guy who uh, really you two have kind of put him on my radar because um, I slept on him as well until this fight. Um but then again, going into that, I, I, like nothing surprises me with Anthony Joshua, especially after the Rui, Andy Ruiz loss, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, it just, again, like you already said it, Jose. Like he, he looks the part. He has all the tools. He just doesn't. He just hasn't found a way to put it together. Um, then he changed. He changed trainers for this fight, right? Did he? I thought they said that, or was it promoted? I don't know. Something. I think something in his in his uh, camp changed, but uh, I, I'm good. Listen, he's never lost back to back fights, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna go with history repeating, or him living up to history and how it usually goes when he comes off of a loss. I'm gonna say Joshua pulls this off. Um, it'll be close okay. enough, right? Where it can swing either way, but it'll be close enough where Joshua will do just enough to pull it off. Okay. Uh, and I hear what you guys are saying. It's really just, you know, it's the, the only loss he had before this was the, the Ruiz loss, and he came back and he handled his business in that, mm-hmm. in that rematch. Um, the difference here is he didn't he, – it's not that he slept on – and he may, he may have slept on this guy. I don't know. But that wasn't the, the reason he lost. He lost because Usyk's a better fighter than him. Uh, and I think coming back in the rematch, you know, we're going to see that that, that that holds up. Uh, Usyk is a better boxer. Usyk is tougher than him uh, mentally and physically. And I think this time it's going to be a late stoppage. I think uh, Usyk Ooh. wins by TKO, I'm saying, in Ooh. round 9 or 10. Wow. Okay. Wow. Hey, thanks for coming I, through. Eric. I appreciate you. Thank See you, you on Eric. Wednesday. See you on Wednesday. Yes. So, and another thing that that has me worried about Usyk, right? Not that he's shown this in the past, obviously, but listen, when you you know when you get those a bigger check, and if you get you know the fame that comes along when you get all the you got the belts, you the man, you know that thing changes. Like this is a, we haven't seen Caleb Plant since. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got that fifteen million or whatever he got for fighting yeah. Canelo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Canelo broke his face. So I mean, he, yeah, he needs but, a little time. <laughs> but I mean, but and people might think that we're crazy, but 
I think I can speak for Zay. We had him up until that point. I had him winning. I had him up. I had him up in the fight. I so, had him winning that fight. I had him winning. I think he was doing very similar to what Bevo did. He just didn't stick to that plan and he got caught. But nonetheless, right? When your bank account changes and then, you know, it, it can, to some, it can affect how you train and you prepare for fights. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to Usyk. I'm just saying this that usually happens to, you know, us Americans. That's what we do. We get the money and then we just want to. All right, and we we ain't fighting no more. And then we're like, oh hey, I only lost because my my ring uh, costume was heavy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Ferris says he's getting fat and and happy. Mikey is what you're saying. Pretty much, right? Riddick Bull said it best. Riddick Bull said it best. It is hard to train in silk. It's silk rolled. It's silk training. It's it's just hard. So. I'm saying that Usyk is going to fall into that. I'm just saying, you know, it's a possibility. Things change. It's called that, you know, the champagne. You got the the, the hangover from the champagne. Usyk, right? uh, he won that belt, and then he volunteered to go to war. Like, right. So it's a little different. <laughs> he, he said he said after the fight, and, and, and listen, a lot of fighters say this. A lot of fighters do. This is like the first time that I've ever actually believed it. He said he's in it for the glory uh, of uh, of fighting. He's not in yes. it for the money. He he's in it to you know, like I said, for the for the glory. And I believed him. And then I, yeah. <laughs> and, when, and then when they yeah. had the, the face off with Anthony Joshua where where he was giving Joshua the crazy Usyk eyes and Joshua was looking real real uncomfortable, <laughs> it made me believe it again. So yeah. I mean I think, I think he's coming to kill him. A guy that yeah. that's willing to give it all and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going I'm going to war. Ferris, we yeah. know Marvin Hagler said it first, but Riddick yeah. Bull also yeah. said it. We, we, we got the we got we got you. We got you, Ferris. We got we're gonna, you. We're gonna start calling Ferris that guy. Stat, <laughs> Ferris yes. knows everything. Yes, yes, yes. Ferris knows yes, he knows his stuff for sure. For yes. sure. You know, how shout I'm out like... to Suge Knight three two threes and sure. that's coming through. Yes, yes. Um look, here's why I don't think it's going to be a knockout. In the fight, once Joshua kind of made the adjustment and realized, okay, I got to step it up a bit. He hurt Usyk a few times. And I think I think when Usyk started to get a little comfortable, let's guard down, he he got he got caught. In order for him to really go at Joshua and knock him out, he's going to have to kind of sell out a little bit at times. And which leaves himself open. And I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's too smart of a fire for that. Now, if he sees an opening, sure. But I don't think he's going to really go at Anthony Joshua to really try to put him away. Like, he tried to do it at the end of the fight. You know, Joshua was kind of worn out. Um, I don't think he'll try to do that early on, right? Where Joshua still has a lot in the tank. That's just too dangerous for him because he's still the smaller fighter. I don't, I don't think he will either. I think that Anthony Joshua is going to come in with a mindset of, I need to be more aggressive. I need to show I'm the bigger man, the stronger man. And I think he's going to come forward. I think Usyk is going to be on the move. Usyk is going to wear him down. And then later in the fight, he's going to go after him. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's just the way I see it going. I don't think, I mean, I like Anthony Joshua. Like I said, he, he's a very skilled fighter. Uh, just not, he just never puts it all together all at the same time, yeah. and I don't think that fighting a a guy of Usyk's caliber is going to be where he figures it out. Okay, mm-hmm. now before we we talk about the other part, the other story with Usyk reaching out to Tyson Fury, right? His camp reaching out to Tyson Fury's camp. Uh, I I won't put this out there again. 
Anthony Joshua didn't make our pound for pound list, right? Um, he goes and gets his belts back. He could be on, on the pound for pound list, and everything's back on the table. Like he had he had a deal to fight Tyson Fury, a two fight deal. First fight was gonna be seventy five million a piece, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a purse, not including pay per view and all that stuff. So huge payday for both guys. Um, they both had to do fights before that. Uh, Tyson Fury held up his end, uh, beat uh, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua lost to Usyk. So that kind of derailed things. But he wins this fight. Everything's back on the table, mm-hmm. right? You're back on track. You're back on the pound for pound list. Okay, you had two losses, but you avenged both losses because that's the, like 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 B always says. Uh, a loss doesn't derail you at all. In fact, it could it could uh it can help uh catapult you if if you come back and avenge those in the right way. So he yeah. wins this fight, you know, it shows the resilience. Now you got the you got the mega fight with Tyson Fury, right? Like you could be you can be on top again. You can be the king of heavyweights yeah. if you win these next two fights. So that's still there, right? Now to the other thing, right? Because Usyk is so confident on this, he already lined up his next fight. <laughs> <laughs> he said, after I dispose of this man again, uh, I want Tyson Fury. Now, I'm a little surprised by this news that apparently they had been talking to try to negotiate something because I was certain that Tyson Fury would not jump in the ring with Usyk. Because <laughs> I think right. I think Usyk would absolutely work Tyson Fury. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you there. I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're not the biggest Tyson Fury fans here on this on this channel. No. I don't think that, you know, his most notable wins, obviously, are uh, over Klitschko. And then fast forwarding uh, over a decade, he beat a guy who was who just in their third fight tried to learn how to land a jab. So, I mean, he, he hasn't beaten anybody. Uh, he's an entertaining guy for sure. Super entertaining, and I don't think he's you know I don't think he's unskilled like Deontay Wilder. No, I just no, think no, he's no. not he's not a particularly good fighter. I think in other eras he would just be kind of a journeyman. Um, I don't think he deserves the the praise that he that he gets. You know, in ter- yeah, uh, in terms of like having uh, being one of the all time greats and all that. And I think that if he actually gets in the ring with Usyk, a lot of that's going to fall apart. Yeah, I, I mean, I think either way, right. You know, Furious is is just leveraging everything right now. All of the Hall of Fame talk, all of that. I mean, all of the uh, retirement talk, all of that. Yeah. We all know that's BS. I I like I said on this on this show before. I think that he truly wants Joshua to win because yeah. I think he knows, and I think we know that will be the bigger fight, the bigger sell. Um, you know. But I do know that he feels like either way it's going to be a money fight, even if Usyk wins. Um, and I think I think Fury is at that point where he's going to cash out. He's going to cash out in, in, in any way he can, in as many ways as he can. So either way, I think you're going to see a big uh, a big purse, no matter who he fights. And you know, I think that's why he's going to jump in there with him. I think Fury is skilled, right? I think this is this is this is what I would give Fury in a match with Usyk that Joshua can't do. Fury is smart enough, right, to try some things, maybe, you know, lay on lay on Usyk, lean on him, that type of thing, 
same thing he did with with Wilder, right? You know, he yeah. he knows he's a little more crafty in, in, in there than than Joshua is. So yeah, I can see him trying that and maybe wearing Usyk out that way. But I don't, I don't, I, I can't say I, Usyk in this fight, right? If he pulls this off, depending on the fashion and how he does it, will tell me a lot on how I think a match with with, with Fury would go. If if it will be clean wash or if they going battle, yeah. So yeah, I, I think um. Jesus, Suge. Knight three two three says Tyson Fury, uh, number number ten. number ten on Pound for Pound Ring Kings podcast. He is number ten. He made our Pound for Pound list on our our Ring Kings Pound for Pound list, courtesy of Suge Knight. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> He made he made number he's number ten on our list. So uh, look look, nobody's saying he's not skilled, but the thing is, he fought three times uh, against Deontay Wilder. All three times, well, not the second fight. The second fight, he pretty much worked him. Had he worked Deontay Wilder that first fight, uh, I would have less a little bit less doubts about his skills. But uh, the first fight, uh, he died and the ref revived him, and, yeah. and and he got up and got to finish the fight. And in the third fight, he got knocked down twice again. Yeah. And it's just like, you have no defense. Mm-hmm. Because Deontay Wilder is the most inaccurate puncher I've ever seen. Okay. And, like, you are working him. He it Like, not only were you working him, you're working him, he's tired, he's flailing, and he still managed to connect with you to put you down twice. Like, you're going to jump in the ring with somebody who's very skilled at what he does. Usyk, and Joshua, to be honest, right? Like if, if we're being honest, I would probably pick Joshua over Fury. Joshua, I think, is a more skilled boxer. He has everything. Like technically, I think he's more technically sound than than Fury. The only thing that we question about Joshua is his heart. Interesting. I, I don't think his chin is a problem. I think I think it's his heart. I, I don't think I, I don't think um he's easy to knock out, right? I think he quits. Right. No, but he's been knocked down multiple times, and he's been hurt by by a lot of fighters. Like he has yeah. a. I'm not saying he has a glass chin, but it's not. It's not a. It's not steel. Right. 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 <laughs> right, right. Look, when you when you're fighting it that way, man, yeah. it only takes one punch for anybody, man. Right. But um, yeah, I I, I think. I I think Fury. Yes, I I guess I see what you're saying, uh, Mikey. Fury is more crafty. Right, he's gonna try different things in that ring. Mm-hmm. I think Usyk is too skilled for for it to work on, if that makes sense. But look, it looks like we are going to get some sort of combination of Tyson versus Joshua, Tyson versus Usyk. You know, the winner of that fight that that is going to be um, talk about December, December. Yeah, possibly. wow. That's um, what I'm, I'm assuming if Joshua wins, there's no rematch clause. Uh, not that I've heard. I mean, because, because yeah, well, this is this is a rematch right now. So this yeah. is the rematch. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I don't think that he would have a a rematch clause for for this fight. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, that whoever wins, they'll try to turn it around and fight Fury pretty quickly and cash in, like like you're yeah. saying. Because there's not, you know, once Fury is gone for real, you know, there's not really much going on in the heavyweight division at all. All right, I'm going to read a couple of comments here. Ferris says, saying Fury is skilled in the heavyweight division is like saying, girl, you won the 
the least ugliest <laughs> at the most ugliest contest. Okay, that's that's fair. Shook says, so going to pick a quitter over a man who fought depression, disrespect. Listen, uh, nobody cares about stories when you jump in the ring, right? Like all those stories go out the window. You have to go out there and perform. That's a nice story. It's a it's a you know salute to him. But when you get in the ring, uh, your stories don't win you don't win you style points. You have and, to go and, in there and, and and listen. Tyson Fury quit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he did. You know, and, and he's quitting like, now. I'm he's not, retired, right? Not not talking about you know with with depression or his mental illness or anything like that. You know, I'm happy for him that he was able to battle through that and, and come back. But he quit boxing. You know, I mean, he 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 worked himself back, but he absolutely quit. Yeah. <laughs> She said, "Jose, like I don't care about your depression. <laughs> I don't care. It's not, I don't care. It's that's just the fact, right? Like those stories matter off the field when you're trying to sell a fight or you're trying to sell a game. When you're playing football, basketball, whatever your whatever your competition is, it don't matter when competition starts. It doesn't matter what your story is. You have to go out there and you got to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so stupid." Like this isn't like we we talked about an overtime show about like Rudy and all those little feel good stories that that aren't really true. Like that that story of Rudy isn't uh, that's not a true story. It's based on a true story. Yeah, some kid, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, use his privilege to get get on on a on a team that he didn't deserve to be on, but he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't grit his way uh, through college and on a team just to get that last tackle on a on a last play of his of his senior year. That didn't it didn't go down that way. All right. Okay. Okay. So yes, technically he did not quit in the ring. He quit outside of the ring. He quit boxing. He cheated in the ring though. So that's who you're rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have two for Usyk, one for Joshua. You got you got Joshua, right, Mikey? Yeah, I took Joshua. Okay. All right. Somebody that's keep tally. Right. Who's keeping tally? Fairs keep tally. Yeah. Put your put your, and put D- your yeah put your predictions in the in the chat. D Weezy's here, okay. D Weezy, okay, from Backyard Action Media. He and also Lunch Money Bets. D Weezy, put your prediction in the chat as well, okay. Let people know who you got your money on, okay. That's the official money man right there, okay. When you talk about put your money where your mouth is, he that's that's what he does. He'll tell you where the money's at, okay. All right, so let's uh let's wrap this segment up real quick. Triple G and Canelo in mid September. Triple Triple G is going to get worked. Uh, Canelo by knockout. Ooh, move around. How long? Uh, I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna say I, seven. I can't see. I, Triple G is tough, man. He's I tough. can't see him getting knocked out. Yeah, I can see him get, get knocked out against Morocco. No, no. He didn't get knocked out. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I can see him get. I can see he looked. He beat up. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't see him getting knocked out. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. Look, everybody. Like, let's just call it what it is, right? I'm not. I'm not saying Triple G can't fight. I mean, we know he's on the back end. He's on the back nine of of his career, right? He's on the back nine, and it ain't nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or ten or eleven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we know that this is another payday for him. Um, but the, the one thought that pops in my head with Triple G is I think if it was one fight, right, of his career that he felt he was robbed in, obviously, I mean, it was this, right? And he's and he feels like he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. 
Um, and I think he feels like Canelo is the reason for that. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like Triple G won the first fight. I thought Triple G won that fight. Um, it ended up in, it ended in a draw, but you know it is what it is. Second fight, not so much. It was closer than I think people had it, but I think you know Canelo, Canelo won. I wasn't I wasn't upset about that. I think the bad blood in this fight is real on both sides, on both sides. So that makes me think Triple G will come in, you know, motivated, more motivated than he ever has. But then Canelo coming off of an L. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's coming the off thing. of an L, I, you know, you could just tell in the press. Like, people feel like Canelo is trying to sell this fight, and that's why he's acting like that in the press. I don't think I don't think he's doing that to sell it. I think that he really doesn't like this guy. I, I just think that they have an issue with each other, and he's coming off an L. So I think he's really, really upset. So, uh you know, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Canelo because I'm not crazy, <laughs> but I expect to see two motivated fighters. I'll say that. Yeah. Let's let's create some intrigue here, okay? All right, let's make it fun. Coming off that loss to Bevel, right? Mm-hmm. A shocking loss, if you will, because everybody expected him to. Mm-hmm. To to kind of walk through Bevo, not your boy Demon. Shout out to Demon Nicholson who just had a, another knockout uh, uh, win last night. Yes, we didn't yeah. mention him. Um, he 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 said, "Don't sleep on Bevo," and he's absolutely yeah, he, he was he absolutely right. He was absolutely right about that. Uh, the rest of us uh, casuals, if you will, we <laughs> we got it wrong, right? Um, <laughs> but look, um, taking an L, especially when your confidence is high. You know, sometimes that bubble bursts and, you know, that could that could mess with your psyche a little bit. Yeah. Now, the reason why I feel like he lost to Bevo is because he didn't try to box. He went in there against a bigger, stronger guy and tried to overpower him, and he got outboxed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, what got him that win over Triple G in that second fight was he got he outboxed Triple G, right? He didn't try to go in there and slug it out with Triple G because Triple G was the stronger guy. Um, does he go back to doing that or does he try to just walk through him? I think initially before the people fight, I was saying he'll just walk through triple G now. Triple G is a shell of himself, but having lost the way you just lost to a, a bigger guy, do you try to do that same strategy against triple G this time around? Because here's the thing, triple G, I think this is it for triple G win or lose. And I think he is going to go out on his shield, right? Yeah. And he's going to give you if any every last ounce of what he has left. You don't want to bang it with bang it out with this dude, right? You don't you don't want to do that. Even mm-hmm. at, even at his age now, that's not advisable, right? Canelo has to go back to boxing, get back to get back to that because the fights that he's going to have to uh, uh, make coming up soon, it's going it's going to require him to box. So. Get back to boxing, which he can do, right? Stop trying to just r- walk through people. Uh, get back on track. I think Canelo wins by split decision. Oh, I said it. <laughs> so what you're saying is Canelo loses and Oscar gets the win. 
Listen, listen. <laughs> or, or not Oscar, but yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> by, by is one of the judges. Split decision. <laughs> I'm not saying. Look, split decision. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. Okay. I, I think that you know. I think you're, you're you're right about what happened with Canelo and why he lost to Bevo. Uh, you know, I think he has this image of himself as kind of the juggernaut, and he's just you know, like like you know, like Mikey mentioned with Caleb Plant, he tried to to just walk through him and bully him and. Yeah, okay, maybe maybe you're not winning every single round that way, but you know, eventually, you know, I am Canelo, I'm gonna break this guy. And he did. Yes. You know, and, and he's done that in, in a lot of his fights. Mm-hmm. Um getting getting beat the way he did against Bevo, I think maybe it'll it'll reset him a little bit. Uh I think he does box triple G initially. I think that like Murata, I think he'll he'll go to the body uh early. I think he'll wear him out like that, he'll hurt him like that, and then he'll he'll then he'll switch back into juggernaut mode and 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 take him out. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree. I think I was gonna say the same. I think he will box um, to start this fight because if you noticed, and even I mean in the Bevo fight, I was like he tired, right? He eventually looked, his hands were down. He just looked, he was gassed, right? And then we all know he had a lot more weight on him, but clearly, clearly he was gassed. But mm-hmm. in that first in that first Triple G fight. Canelo looked gassed to me too towards the end of that fight, and I yes. think over his career, um, you know, his stamina has been an issue. I think in some cases we just we don't really get to see it all the time because he's he, he'll get him out of there eventually. Right? That has been mentioned before. You're right, Mikey. But people, yeah. people have mentioned that he kind of fades a little bit down the stretch. Yeah, and even when it's and even in cases where it was starting to show, uh, he eventually catches somebody slipping. Right. Yeah. Um, but game fighters, you know, they won't allow that to happen. And that's why what Bevo did was he had the perfect, perfect game plan for him. Um, Triple G, he, he he doesn't move much, you know, so he'll be there to hit. Uh, but he better box. I think he will come out boxing just to try to, you know, make sure he, he, he isn't he doesn't tire in the later rounds and then he'll slug out or try to get him out of there. So I agree with you saying. I want to throw one more thing in there. In the second fight, Canelo. I mean, blame it on five guys, blame it on Outback <laughs> Steakhouse, whatever. Um, he did test positive for steroids. They said there was some tainted meat that came from Mexico when he was in Mexico, whatever. He he did he did test positive for steroids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe Triple G wants to even the score this time. He said, I'm 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 on my way out anyway. Maybe uh, I get a little something in my system before the fight, so so we can get some of that that old triple G way back. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm not saying, just saying. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Shayvon Johnson coming through. Says next next boxing pod. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming through. Um, D Weezy says Canelo by split decision would be great betting odds. Oh, there you go. Mm. There you go. Yes, yes. All right. So yeah, I, I'm being bold. Split decision. Split decision. Canelo. Right. I think maybe he tries. He 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 thinks about walking them down a little bit. And Triple G says, "No, nah, I'm ready for war. I'm ready to die here." And he's like, "Okay, this this man ain't gonna. I I can't I can't take another L this way. So let me let me start to box him in. He'll outbox Triple G down the stretch and get that win." Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, I I think that we are figured that that Canelo would would come back and take that and and, and bounce back from his loss against Bivol. Um 
what you know, some people saw coming, uh, not everybody, but some people saw coming was our favorite Jake Paul pulling out of his fight against Haseem Rahman Jr. <laughs> and you might be wondering why I say Jake Paul pulled out when Haseem didn't make weight. Uh, because you don't really see boxers cancel fights over over missed weight, right? You mm-hmm. you you take a penalty in, in in the purse, right? You you lose part of your purse, and the fight goes on, typically. Uh, but Asim Rahman says that uh, you know he didn't hear anything about the fight being canceled, you know, until you know honestly he he heard about it on social media at the same time as us that he offered to you know uh, just basically forfeit his purse and and go on with the fight, and Jake Paul didn't want none. Uh, you know, he said that he he whooped up on him in sparring. He posted a video proving that. He said he did it with one hand. He did it with one hand, and uh, <laughs> he said Jake Paul didn't. He didn't. He didn't want the. He didn't want the smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Mikey. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So you know, this hurts because you know people can easily go back and and hear me saying I'm starting to like this kid, right? Yeah. Um, I'll, and, I'll and, you there. I'll and, and, and I do. I I, I still like, I, for the most part, I still like what he's doing. You know, behind the scenes in boxing, right? I, I do like what he's shaking up uh, with the promoters and stuff like that. I do like that. Um, but the great, uh, you know, the, the the great Sean Porter, who, who who put on his Nostradamus hat and 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 then came up with he called this what was it two weeks before or something yes. that he said yeah. that this was going to happen, um, so I'm gonna take his word for it, right? Like obviously people in the boxing world knows that this type of thing isn't, you know, they saw this coming. Um, look, Paul was trying to drain him. Yeah, he was trying to drain him, and he said like he'll eventually or somebody will back out, and he said Paul would. Um, I don't know what Paul was. I don't know what he was thinking in the first. I don't know if he got excited. I don't know. I don't. I'm okay. This is what this is what I'm trying to say. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Because now I'm a Paul. I'm a Paul guy. (laughs) I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say that he wanted to fight, right? But I'm gonna say someone on his team said, "Yo, you can't do this." You can't. You cannot risk this right now. If you want to continue to make forty million a year off of this, you can't do it. This is not going to be good for you for that for your brand or your health. You're going to get knocked the heck out. And right. you know, Paul, the eyes probably got this big, and then he was like, "Yo, you serious? Like, you think I'm? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, then we got to do. What we got to do right. We got. We got to make sure. We gotta so, do you, do you think they they told him? Um... Because of the weight, or or because it, like they they saw I seen Rob, Rob, how how he, how he was approaching the fight, and they're like, nah, we this ain't this ain't a good idea. Yeah, I, I think it's a little. I think I think they saw Hasim wasn't coming in there like you like you like to say, Jose. This wasn't sports. This wasn't boxing entertainment. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a nice size check. But yo, I'm gonna knock this dude. I'm 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 going in there to make a statement. He's coming off going into Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming off of getting knocked out himself, right? So it's like I think for him, it's one of those like, yo, I can't go in there and lose to this guy. You know what I mean? I, I can't lose this fight. And I think that they saw that 
And the word is that they they didn't want him to take the fight in the first place. They didn't want Jake to make this fight in the first place. That's the word that behind the scenes, his brother and everybody on his team were telling him, nah, don't do this. So, and, and that's smart because he's, I mean, I, I was giving him credit for taking on a real fighter. I said, you know, you're not a real fighter. You haven't fought any real fighters, but that, that's what he was doing, right? Hasim Rafan's a real fighter, a real boss. I don't think he's particularly good, but he was, uh, what, you know, 19 and 0 or whatever it was he was. Uh, going into his last fight where he got knocked out, he, he is a real legitimate fighter. Mm-hmm. And Jake Paul was going to get beat. He was going to get beat bad. Uh, you know, I had said early when he first started doing this, you can only do the, you know, retired MMA fighters and YouTube guys, you know, for so long before people are like, well, why don't you fight somebody for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought he was stepping up and saying, you know, yeah, I'm going to fight somebody for real now. Um, but yeah, if, if his team told him, "Hey, don't take this fight, don't make this fight," that was the smart thing to do. Just uh, you know, just see how long you can kind of play out that string. Because yeah, I mean, he's training for real. Uh, I, I think he really does want to kind of be a boxer, right? But you don't get to start your career on pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as a main eventer on pay per view, you have to take those lower end fights where you're not going to look good every night. You know, and and particularly for somebody like Jake Paul, you're you're going to get beat some of those times, most likely. Yeah. You know, you don't get to be the main event guy selling, you know, six figures in in pay per views from from the start. He tried to skip to the 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 end phase of a boxing career, uh, without putting all the work in. Uh, and so now he just kind of looks like he was afraid. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. whether it was him who who said hey we, we got to cancel this fight or whether it was his team he looks like he was afraid of Hasim Rahman Jr. and and coming out and tweeting about fighting KSI later this month that is uh, it, it makes it look that much worse yeah. it makes it like hey man yeah I sparred with a real fighter and he kicked my ass and now I want to fight YouTubers again right that that's exactly how it lo- that that's exactly how it looks now he's smart because his following. He has a huge following outside of the boxing community, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Huge mm-hmm. YouTube star. Um, so when he puts out a narrative, there's a big portion of of you know of the public that's going to believe, hey, this is on Hasim Rotman for missing weight, mm-hmm. right? Because um, hey, you hey, uh, I, I spoke to Ferris about it earlier, right? And you know, Ferris is like, well, well, didn't they agree to fight at 200? Like, isn't this on on Hasim Rotman? Yeah, I mean, Hasim Rotman, you he there's definitely some culpability on his part, right? Even if you want to say that, hey, he rushed me into signing this contract, you don't have to say yes, right? right. Uh, so you, you you did agree to it. Um, the weight was unrealistic for Hasim Rotman. He just finished fighting at what two twenty five or something like that. Yeah, somewhere. Um, so that that was never going to happen. And the Boston Commission, you know, stepped in and said, okay, this fight can't happen at two hundred. Two hundred five is more doable. He was able to get his weight down to 216 when they did their weight their weight check. And this is where, you know, it depends on what side you believe because Jay Paul is saying, okay, we did a new contract for 205. They said they didn't get to 205. And then he waited till the last minute to say, we're not doing, we're not fighting at 205. We're only going to fight at 215 or the fight's not happening. And that's when he canceled the fight. Hasim Rotman said that's not true. And he has emails and everything to back it up. He said, yeah, we asked if we can fight at 215 or, you know, maybe negotiate down to 210 or something like that. And they didn't leave any room to negotiate. They said, you have until 
this time that night to to sign the 205 agreement or the fights off. Now, Rotman said he didn't even get the contract initially. It went through his his uh representatives or whatnot, so they can look over it. And you know, they need they just need more time to look over it, but they never said no. And without sending them any kind of notification or anything like that, they just get on uh, social media and announce that the fight is off, right? Mm-hmm. That is not typical in boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if the fight, if a fighter comes in overweight, um, they get penalized. In his case, he be penalized heavily, and he was willing to do that. He was willing to fight for a minimum of five thousand dollars, and you still fight. Now, canceling it, yeah, that confirms what a lot of people believe. It confirms what what uh, Sean Porter was saying weeks prior that this is what his camp was going to try to do. Because, yeah, I think I think when he tagged Hasim Rotman to step in for for Tommy Fury, that there's going to be an understanding that, hey, you're not going to get this, get this payday, not, yeah, right, and. Hasim Rockman Sr. said, you're not going down like that. You already just got knocked out. You took an L. You're not taking two L's in a row. You damn sure not losing to a YouTuber, mm-hmm. right? Hasim Rockman Jr. doesn't need the money. His dad got money, right? Like, they're not hurting for money. You know, like, that family cares about their legacy, right? So he said, I'm going to knock this boy's head off. <laughs> <laughs> and when Jay Paul saw that, he was just like, Okay, yeah, he don't he don't get it. All right, so he, you know we we gonna have to back out of this, but yeah. So now he's in a situation where where yes, your YouTube fans will believe you, but that's not you. You don't like in terms of this, you don't care about that, right? You want to be respected as a boxer. The boxing community does not respect you right now, right? right? You have to you especially when you try to go make a fight with with another YouTuber who doesn't want to fight you right now. He has another fight set up. Mm-hmm. You have to go and do it the hard way, like B said. Start at the bottom. You know, there are guys, professional fighters, that are kind of on his level now that I think could give him some good work. He can get the win. It won't be pretty. You know, he might, you know, fight a four-round fight to decision, and that's fine. Um, But he thought he could, like he said, he can, he can uh, skip the line a little bit, and he thought he could mask it by putting it on boxing entertainment, right? Yeah. Uh, ben Askren... That was boxing entertainment. You're talking about an MMA fighter, a, a, a accomplished MMA fighter, a ground fighter, not, a, a guy who who didn't even have a stand up game in MMA. Even still, let even alone still, any kind of boxing skills. But <laughs> like, but even still, yeah, had he showed up in fighting shape, <clears throat> he really gave Jake Paul all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. He showed up, didn't work out a single day, <laughs> took his L, and, and 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 when and smiling, walking out of the ring. Right, because yeah. easy payday for him. Tyron Woodley, who was one of the greatest uh, welterweight uh, MMA fighters of all time, um, both times they fought, I, I feel like you know he pulled back on the first fight. The second fight, I think, is understood. Maybe you should fall down, right? And definitely, he has a little bit more of a boxing background. Definitely, if things aren't up and up, I, I don't see him beating. I, I don't see him beating Tyron Woodley, right? But I think those three fights in between, while he's he's kind of masking his lack of skill, he behind the scenes, I think he's putting in a lot of work. I, I do yeah. think that. And a lot and even Hasim Rotman said from from the first time he sparred him to the second time, he saw a difference. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think he's putting in a lot of work. And I think Jay Paul truly believes he could be a professional fighter. Um 
and he wants to keep doing his boxing entertainment until he feels comfortable. He, he's at a level where he can actually take on real boxers. But the last time he sparred, I seen Rodman, he wasn't anywhere near ready for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I'm going to fight this guy because I'm familiar with them, and maybe we have this understanding. And Hasim Rodman says, "Uh-uh, you're going right. down." <laughs> he got cold feet, so he's in a tough situation because he can't he can't go back to fighting an MMA fighter. He can't go back to fighting a, a YouTube fighter. It has to be a boxer. So, mm-hmm. who should he go and fight next? Uh, well, we did get a, a donation there. Uh, you can put that back up and, and, and read that from, from our guy, Suge. Oh, shout out to Suge, man. Appreciate you, man. Says, much love to my favorite host, Mikey, who always respects. <laughs> Wait, did it, did it pop on the screen? It did. I did. Okay, good. Time, but it did earlier. Wait, hold on. Let me let me try. Thank, let me thanks, Suge. You know I love there you. There we bro. go. There we go. Now it's there. Yes. I want to make sure you guys get that animation. Yes. And if you want to be awesome like Suge and Anonymous, uh, Go ahead, hit up that cash app right next to Mikey. Dollar sign LBHT show. That's the cash app. That's how we do our super chat. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a pin link in the comment that will take you to our stream elements link. Uh, both ways, you leave your donation, leave your comment, and we will read your comment on air. You get that nice little animation uh, right next to the crown next to me. All right. And if you are new here, make sure you hit that like button and also subscribe. All right. Um, okay. Jake Paul should fight Ferris. That's what uh, Shook says. <laughs> I mean, it's plenty of people he can fight, man. Like, you know, there's plenty of 6 and 15 fighters out there that, you know, I mean, I, I, I listen, every uh, – this is the thing with him, right? We I think we all – we're boxing fans, right? Now his – his core might not want to see this, but boxing fans, if this is what he's wanted, if he want to do, if he wants to become a boxer, we all just want to see him fight a, a a real boxer, someone who is a professional fighter. They box. That's what they do, twenty four seven, right? There's plenty of people under there that he could get some in out there that he can get some work from, right? Not every fight has to be this huge production, right? Yeah. I, so you know. I think that that's where he's stuck at. Like everything has to be this huge, huge production. So he's looking for a name or something that people will want to see, you know, and that that's going to sell. Right. I, I do like how he uses himself to sell his fighters like um, Serrano. Serrano. Right. Serrano. Yeah. Yes. I do like how he pushes her and he uses that situation to put her on a bigger stage. I do like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, he might just need to jump out there and get something under his belt. And then there's enough. I, th- I still think there's enough people out there that he can fight. Um, that might not be, you know, it might not be such a frowned upon name or opponent that people will pay, you know, to watch. His his core fan base is going to pay to watch it anyway. Right. So it, I, I, he can find work if he want to do it. The YouTube thing, if this is what he's going to do, he needs to call it what it is. And I think you gave it the, the perfect name. If it's going to be boxing entertainment, you know, it has a lane. Clearly, you've created this lane for it to be there. So just call it that. Hey, I'm calling out YouTubers, uh, former athletes, whatever. And that's what we're going to do, right? Or former MMA fighters, whatever. That's what it's going to be. But if you're going to call yourself a boxer, he's going to have to eventually move that route and and, and take on a fight. Um, and, and even if it's not one that's going to, 
this gonna be sell that's gonna sell and the casual fan not gonna know who the person is. Shoot, we might not even know who the person is, but he's just gonna have to do that. He's gonna have to make that move. So yeah. And uh we've got another donation here from uh Shug. Says there we go, you can see it better now. Says B and Jose are okay hosts. What <laughs> question is are you worried about the Izzy fight with Alex? Much love. Um We'll talk about we'll that. Say, yeah, we'll save that through that for the the very end there. Um, I was gonna say, Mike, I, I, I agree with you. I think that you know the problem for Jake Paul is he wants to be on pay per view. He wants to mm-hmm. be a big name. He wants to sell. He wants to be able to talk trash to Conor McGregor and all this stuff. Uh, and you can't do that while you're trying to become a, a, an actual professional fighter. Uh, yeah. I think the only reason he picked a Seam Rockman is because he has a famous name. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a name that that boxing fans recognize, mm-hmm. even though he himself has not, you know, is not a, a really well known fighter. Uh, but you know, I mean, he he's he's from social media. That's where he he kind of he blew up or he made a bunch of money, and you know, a lot of that's not real. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's fake. You you put on shows, uh, and, you know, you you put on an act for the people watching. Yeah, and I think that you know, if you want to keep doing that, you can't do real fights because. The social media fans are not going to care about you fighting some some random dude who has a, a 500 record or worse or anything like that, or, or people they just you know don't know anything about. Right. Uh, but I do think that if he wants it to be an honest, uh, uh, you know, he, he wants to give it an honest try at, at at becoming a professional fighter. That's something that can be really compelling, even you know chronicling that through YouTube of taking real fights. And doing an almost documentary style uh, of mm-hmm. following his journey as a you know trying to become a professional fighter, and at that point it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's right. you know people are going to connect with you and and the journey that you're on and the work that you're putting in and the highs and the lows and everything like that. Uh, but I don't think that he wants that. You know I think he wants to be a boxing star, mm-hmm. uh, like you said. I think he wants to fake it until he makes it, and he's not going to make it that way. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to Hendo. We got another tip here. Handle says, let's put up a purse and watch Suge and Ferris fight for three rounds. <laughs> I'm with that. And, and thank that, you will, that will last exactly one minute and 37 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and they will, they will be hugging and each they'll other fall in the middle out. of the ring saying, please don't move. I, 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 I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall out. <laughs> did, did, um, the pur- did the purse ever drop? Did, did we know what Hassan was going to get? Initially, Hassan Rockman was going to get it wasn't a lot, right? Was it two hundred thousand or something? It like was, that? I think it was the least of all the opponents, right? Yeah, I want to say yeah, like yeah. two hundred thousand. Yeah. And in the end, Hasim said, "Look, keep the money. I don't care about the money. I just want to knock you out." Like that, right there. That that's that was when when uh, Jake Paul said, "All right, we can't fight this guy." Right. Yeah. Well, and, um, and that's the thing. It's funny because you know that's the thing that was going to lead to him getting real respect in in the boxing community mm-hmm. if he went out there and and even you know Hasim Rahman knocked him out you know if you go in there and you take the beating then your people are going to respect you afterwards i think that's the part that that Jake Paul doesn't understand about this sport is that you know you go out there i mean you get respect when you step in the ring right mm-hmm. but just stepping in there you get respect uh, even though there'll be some memes and all that stuff, like you know, that's that's part of the sport. But people will always respect you for going in there and trying to take on a, a real fighter, right? Boxing fans will, and more importantly, actual boxers will. Yeah, actual boxers will, and they'll they'll respect you even more if you get back in that ring after now. 
Yeah. They'll respect you even more. Like, hey, you know what? Hey, dad, learn a valuable lesson. I'm not quitting. I'm jumping right back in there. They will give you all the respect in the world. But mm-hmm. but this isn't fake. <laughs> boxing is not fake. That's you real. Don't, you, don't, you don't play boxing. <laughs> you don't you, you do not play boxing. That is a fact. That is a fact. So um I think Jake Paul at B brought up a, a, a very good point, and this is this is uh probably the, the, the truest thing, right? What Jake Paul needs to do is focus on getting some more fighters, right? Like yeah. he has he has a promotion company, he has a man of Serrano who's hot right now. Get some more fighters. Right? Yeah, and and fa- I think Ferris said it um a couple streams ago. And I mentioned it to you guys too a while ago. The, the guy's name it slips me, but I think he's from from the Bay Area. He signed a young guy out there that that's uh, you know that's quite possibly can make some noise in, in in boxing. That's where I love this kid. That's where I really really like this kid, um, and I do think he can make a mark. Listen, you said it. You said it earlier, Jose. He's he's smart, right? He is mm-hmm. smart with this. So again, he uses this to catapult. His boxes and what he's done for Serrano, she even says, like, you know, you can tell she loves what he's done for her in in in, in her career. So yeah, I mean, but if it's going to be, you know, that, right? He can still yeah. make it if it's gonna be boxing entertainment, he can still use those and selling those cards to push his boxes, right? Because yes. they're gonna they're gonna still see him. You, we all right, yeah. Which your fight is gonna be a joke or whatever, but you, you know it, it's gonna have you gonna have your fighters on that same card, which is then um, it's still a win-win in those situations. So, but in his defense, right? Like, and I think we've all said this. We think he really wants to be a fighter, and every most most boxers who I've heard who've been asked about him says like, "Yo, like he's putting in the work." Like. They they don't knock him putting in the work, you know. So that to that to you guys' point that even he got in there and he got beat, you know, he probably gained more respect than he think he than he thinks he will. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see, Fair, man. Fair says Ashton uh, Silva, Ashton Silva, and he's from Long Beach. Yeah. Okay. See? Yeah, we we gotta we gotta hire Ferris as like to play the um, what's the show with Tony Kornheiser and the. Part of the interruption, yeah. When it has stab boy who who would correct Tony him, Tony Reality, yeah. Yes, Tony Reality. Like Ferris is that he he's always on point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just thought about it. Another avenue for for him, if this if this part of, of this type of boxing doesn't work out, he can't. Let's say he can't get any real boxers to sign with them, right? Outside of Serrano, um, but he wants to be in his business and. There's not to be boxing entertainment, boxing entertainment type, right? Yes, awesome, did the awesome. And thank you for coming through to the live stream. He says Ferris <laughs> is an undercover cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, who is he trying to go back to, right? He's going back to what he knows, fighting another YouTuber. And mm-hmm. after Logan Paul, Logan Paul really paved the way, right? Logan Paul and KSI, those two fights uh, did huge numbers for the zone. And, um, you know, it brought in a different audience. There's been a lot of uh, content creators out there setting up matches. You know, some a lot of them are popular. We, you know, I don't know all of them, but a lot of them are, are, are fairly popular uh, in the YouTube community. And um, they, you know, they have their niche. So why not organize something like that? Start signing some some YouTubers, you know, to 
how many fights to get them to you know to set up more YouTube fights. Like that can be its own thing, you know, if uh if, if this part doesn't work out. But I'm not saying give up on it because I, I like I think what he's doing now is commendable. I like that um he's an advocate for UFC fighters because his partner used to be an exec over at UFC. I, yeah. I like that he advocates for MMA fighters to make more money. And maybe that's another thing. Maybe start your own uh MMA thing, right? Yeah. Uh, partner with, <clears throat> with PFL or, or somebody already established and try to get that going and sign some of these fighters that aren't making a whole lot of money in UFC, mm-hmm. you know, or that could be another thing too. Sign some of these UFC fighters, these young UFC fighters that aren't making any money and say, switch to boxing. Yeah. Right. Like you got a lot of talent. Don't waste it on UFC. You're not going to get any money there. Come over here, focus your craft on boxing and I can make you some money. Yeah. But he's got, I options. think, I think he will change the game in, in that regard in some way. I think he's it's still early for him. Uh I like what I, I like what I see on that on that end of it. But this isn't this doesn't look good. I think he had more people, uh, especially boxing fans on his, you know, starting to warm up to him once he, you know, okay, he signed all right, he's gonna fight Hassan. Um, but this this kind of <laughs> this took him back about twenty steps. So he's he's got to come correct again. Um he gotta come correct again in this next this this next thing he's gonna do. So we'll see. Yeah. I got a person. Cool. I, I bet my house that Demond Nicholson would knock his block off. <laughs> and he's yeah. he, he'll probably be heavier than Demond. But I I put my money on Demond. Yeah. Fight Demond. You, That's a real fighter. I thought you gonna say he should sign Demond. I'm like, yeah, I'm with that too. Well, give, yeah, him, that give him a million, yeah. give him a million dollar fight. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Listen, we can get that set up. All right. We we know some people. We can make some calls <laughs> and he can we can get a fight with him and Demond Nixon. Demond will make weight. No problem. Yep. No problem. We we can make that happen. All right. Um, okay. Uh Suge wants to know can Jake Paul sign Ring King's podcasters to box? I don't I don't think that that will uh, <laughs> you know maybe that new boxing game or something. Maybe we can do a match on that, but no, not not in the ring. Uh not yet. I'm you know, maybe maybe one of these days you might see us in the gym. Maybe you might see us uh uh, uh, shoot a couple of videos from 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 working out in a in a boxing gym. Look, look, we got all kinds of things that we're planning over here. Okay, okay. So you might see us in the ring. You may not see us fighting, but you 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 might see us in the ring shadow boxing or something like that. Okay, <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. So that's it. That's that's what we had yeah. on our lineup. Is there anything else that we want to discuss? Um, what's coming up? Uh, I, I don't think right now. I mean, we we talk about Shook's question uh, regarding Israel Adesanya, who's just uh, set up to fight Alex Pereira. Uh, I believe it's in November, um, mm-hmm. UFC, I think, 281. If you don't know about Alex Pereira or, or Israel Adesanya, uh, Adesanya is one of the top fighters in the world right now in MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been kind of ruling that, uh, that middleweight division for a while. He, he tried his luck in, in moving up to light heavyweight, lost a decision to Jan Blahovich, moved back down, and immediately uh, resumed dominating. Uh, he came from kickboxing, uh, and he, he got beat a couple times in kickboxing by Alex Pereira. Uh, one time he got knocked out. Uh, Pereira was, you know, he, he's been in kickboxing up until very recently. He just made the move over to UFC. I don't, re- I don't, I'm not sure if Adesanya actually had anything to do with it. That's kind of been the, the narrative that he's coming for Adesanya again. Right, yeah. I think he just kind of wanted to make the switch. Uh, but he, since he got to the UFC, 
he's looked unstoppable. He looks like a Terminator. I mean, he knocks guys mm-hmm. out with ease. Uh, he's got a, a deadly left hook. He's got even scarier uh, knees. And, uh, you know, he's been on a collision course with Adesanya ever since he, he got to UFC. And now they're they're actually going to step in the cage later on in November. Um, so Suge wants to, to hear, you know, our thoughts on Elze. Uh, you want to start off there? I don't think Israel Adesanya is worried at all. They asked him about it after the fight. He's like, no, man, listen, Th- that was years ago. And he knew what his mistake was. He said he's, 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 it's a, to me, it's the same thing as, uh, what was his name? Costa, right? Co- yeah. Costa looked like a Terminator too. He was jacked. He was knocking people out like that. Like he looked like a Brazilian Mike Tyson, Mikey. This dude was ins- insanely strong. And, mm-hmm. When Israel, when Israel Adesanya was asked about it, he was just like, that guy, no. He's not on my level. Don't put him in the ring with me. I will wash him. And that's exactly what he did. I, I do want to say, though, I do want to say that Alex Pereira, can. Uh, he is the real deal. He can fight. Paulo Costa, he, Paul, he, may, he, may, he may or may not have come out of a meal. But, but listen, <laughs> we, think, we think he's a real deal. But just like Costa... He's not fighting any of the top middleweights, right? This he's skipping all these guys. Go fight Robert Whitaker because I don't think he beat Robert Whitaker, right? Go fight, go fight Jared Cannonier. Go fight um, uh, uh, Vittori, or you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a bunch of guys near the top that he could fight that make me say, okay. Well, I just that, mean he's the, he's the real deal in terms of I mean in, in kickboxing he was a a great yes. boxer. Uh, and and it, it looks to it looks like it's translated to UFC in terms of the stand up game. I don't know what he has on the ground because nobody has lasted long enough to get him on the ground. <laughs> but this was uh, but this, again, this is Paul Costa. Yeah, Costa didn't have that kind of history uh, where where he was at the top of of anything. He he you know he came into the UFC and he had a lot of knockouts in a row, but he wasn't he's not somebody who had a, a legacy as a great fighter before. But if uh, you look at the quality of fighters that both of them are fight. Costa might have fought in some better fighters. Um, yeah, no, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's not it's not the same in terms of you know, pa- Pereira has proven himself in glory. Yeah, as, yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah. Paulo Costa never did. Uh, Paulo That's Costa true. was rushed into a fight with Adesanya, and he paid the price for it. And he hasn't been anything since then. Yeah. Uh, Pereira, you know, we'll we'll see how it it goes with Adesanya. Personally, I think Adesanya wins. Uh, you know, like I said, it was a long time ago. And, and even in glory, I mean, it, it, you know, when, when people talk about Alex Pereira, it's kind of like in in whispers, right? Like he's a he, he he's this myth, and you don't want to you don't want to say his name too loud, or he might show up. I mean, he was thirty three and seven. Uh, yeah. He got he he he's been beaten. It's not like he's unstoppable, right? Yeah. Uh, he he is a scary fighter, uh, but again, I haven't I haven't seen him on the ground. I know Adesanya can can fight on the ground. I know Adesanya is one of the best stand up fighters in the world. Uh, and I know that he's a much better fighter now than he was, you know, even when he first came into, yeah, <laughs> drank too much wine. Yeah. Even when, when he first came into the UFC, I think that, I think it'll be a good fight. I, I'm not saying he's going to, he's going to, you know, embarrass this guy or anything like that. I think it'll be a good fight, but I think Adesanya wins on points. Look, Pereira's that guy, because that's, you know, you guys had me watching that, that card. <laughs> and I remember texting you guys like, yo, this dude looks mean. Yeah, yeah, and then he got to the ring and he destroyed dude, and I was like, "Yo, that's my new favorite fighter." And they did the, <laughs> they 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 did the whole, you know, the build up, the story before the fight, and all of that. And I was sold, like, "Yo, this dude is, 
this dude is a he seems like like you said a terminator so again i i like what i saw out of him um but you know i'm not i'm not versed well enough in mma yet to say either way um but from just just the eye test and i think i know fighting combat sports i think it'll be i think it'll be i want to watch it right now as someone that's new that's getting into getting into mma I do want to see that fight because dude seems serious. That obviously they have some history, yeah. but Izzy is Izzy is that dude, right? So it's like, and he and and I remember him saying that too after the fight. They like they asked him, he was like, "Yo, listen, this is a different game. <laughs> like this is different. Like you know, I'll, I'll hey, I respect dude, but this different. So I think it'll be obviously this is going to be easy for them to sell, right?" You know they're gonna sell the, the hell out of this thing off of it. You would think. I, well, well, that's why you, did, you guys didn't say that they don't do well. <laughs> they don't do well with that. They but, don't, uh, man. They don't. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, we'll end it there. Look, guys, we got a lot of boxing coming up next week. Tiafimo returns. We got our guy Xander Zayas, who will be on the undercard. Uh, yes, if you don't know this, check out our. Uh, our watch list where Mikey breaks down Xander Zayas. We um, we also put out another watch list video um, with uh, Keyshawn Davis. Keyshawn Davis, yes. Keyshawn one Davis, of the, one of the young fighters at lightweight, five and zero right now, four knockouts. Uh, yeah, another rising star there. Yes, yes. So we're putting out a lot of content. We got more in the works. Uh, we're going to be featuring our new series here pretty soon called Sparring Sessions, where we try to answer some of the questions uh, from you know boxing fans. Or casual new fans that you know they have uh, questions about the sport, we try to answer those things. Um, the one coming up is why are there so many belts in boxing? Okay, <laughs> so so we, we try to tackle that a little bit, give you a little perspective on that. Um, and yeah, if you're digging our content, make sure you hit that like button, uh, make sure you share it out to your friends and family and your loved ones, and tell them how awesome we are, and uh, tell them to subscribe. Um, any last words before we get out of here, fellas? No, I mean, I've said we've said his name a couple of times already, but I just want to shout out my guy, man, Demond Nicholson. He had a fight uh last night at uh Maryland Live Casino here in uh Hanover, Maryland. Um, and he did work with the guy, got him out there in three rounds. Um, you know, I, I got I got history with this guy. Why this well, he, he's a man now, but I always call him a kid because I watched him I watched him grow up and I knew that he was going to do what he's doing now. I knew he was going to be a professional fighter and he and he said it. He he would always speak it and I and he was focused and it's just it's it's a great great thing to see him actually living his dream. So I'm proud of that kid. Shout out to Demond, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um yeah, he is making a mark. I don't know if you follow my Twitter, but he said Last night, not much talking. It was just a statement. I'm just about making statements now till I get a shot at what I want to do. And um, so look out for him, man. Damon Nicholson, follow him. All right. There you go. Well said. All right, B, you got anything? No, I mean, I think that's it. You know, just excited for the uh, all the events coming up. You know, so we're going to be here streaming a lot over the next couple of months. Uh, but it should be fun. All right. And that is it. We will be here next weekend. Um, Bobby <laughs> with us. Yes. Look at me. 
we, <laughs> we'll be here next weekend with uh with another live stream. We gotta talk about Tio Fimo, man. We gotta see how he looks. Tio, you know? yeah, he coming Tio, back. You're gonna be is, is it will he be back, you know, or is it gonna be uh you know, we gotta see how he looks. Um, and you know, that fight can have some huge implications at what what happens at what was that 140 yeah. that he's fighting at now that that'd be some huge implications of what happens afterwards mm-hmm. will he fight ryan garcia next you know will he be on the collision course with tank davis you know josh or, taylor josh taylor like yeah. there's, there's a lot that, that could happen there depending on how he looks so that's an important fight so yeah like we said man uh we got a lot of content coming um be on the lookout uh subscribe if you're not subscribed follow twitter instagram and TikTok at Ring Kings Pod, and also that Patreon right above me, patreoncom show. If you want to be a member, you want to support the show a little bit further. That's how you do it. All right. Um, okay, we are out of here. B, are you ready? I am ready. He is ready. Y'all have a good night. We will see you next time. Peace out. Thank God you're